Hi guys, this is Lyra here. Hi guys, Mazin here, and welcome to the fourth episode of ReaderPod. So, Lyra, kicking things off, what do we have this week? All right. So, um, starting off this week's episode, uh, we have Professor Rohan Samarjeeva joining the ICTA board as the chairman. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Professor Rohan Samarjeeva is he's actually a veteran of the IT industry. Uh, he has actually been part of ICT, even ICTA. I mean, like he was one of the founding directors. Yes, of he the was. Company, right? Yeah. And actually, he, he has been the direct general of the TRC as well. Um, so he has been, you know, involved with a few government projects as well. Not just local government projects, but he's also the founding chair of Learn Asia, which is involved yes. in a lot of research initiatives like across the region. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And additionally, I mean, uh, he's a lecturer in a number of universities as well, including uh, the University of Moratua. I would say he's a very promising. choice i guess yeah. for the icta so we just have to wait and see you know uh, how things progress from you know and additionally it's uh, it's not just uh, rohan samrajeeva uh, there are few others who joining the board as well uh, they haven't actually announced in you know, what roles these individuals will be playing so we have people like uh, damit tehava who is actually the secretary of uh, cssr and we have few others like Uh, and he's likely to be the ceo of the icta if i'm not mistaken yes. right now right according to the initial reports yes according to reports that's uh, what he will likely be appointed as but it's like, not confirmed yet yeah, yeah nothing really confirmed at the moment yeah. uh, then we have few other people like uh, kapila chandrasekhar who was formerly of the slt and mobitel and rashan devapura who was the former icta ceo as well like oh yeah he, yes well, him too a few years back yeah 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 so yeah i mean So it's like there's a whole new leadership, but now the question is, you know, what are their plans? Of course, so I think that's something we have to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, all in all, you know, I guess Professor Samarjee was yeah. joining as the chairman. He's a very promising. It star. is very promising, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what initiatives he'll pursue as well, because I think it's fair to acknowledge that the ICTA has had a few rocky years. This a few. The past few years have been a bit rocky for the organization. Yeah, they've had some yes. a few ups, but also very famous downs as well. Yeah, we actually talked about a few of them in some of our previous episodes as well. Exactly. Um, but Professor Rohan, I mean, he's an industry veteran, so and there's a new board, fresh leadership, so things do look promising. Yeah, we'll wait and see. So another interesting thing I found was actually in Jaffna. Uh, recently, a, a non-profit got in touch with us. The U Inspire, it's called U Inspire, and right. apparently they've started a digital academy in Jaffna, where okay. they're teaching underprivileged students mm-hmm. like how to use blockchain and other emerging technologies. Blockchain. Yeah. So it doesn't specifically focus on blockchain. So just a bit of a backstory here. This was started by. a person named Dr. Karen who presides in the UK right now but he actually was a refugee of the war mm-hmm. he he fled Sri Lanka during the war and right. moved to the UK okay. and then he built a career in investment banking but then he quit this career after 15 years to start up U Inspire so wow. <laughs> now his goal here is with U Inspire is to you know give people skills and opportunities as well as an environment where they can achieve their dreams and get lifted out of poverty essentially 
So one of the one of their biggest initiatives right now is this digital academy in Jaffna. So this academy, the goal is to teach students how to use emerging technologies and essentially give them the skills and also work with their partners, the you inspired partners that is, right. to ensure that they have jobs at the end of this course. So wow. they can achieve their dreams. Right. So how how long is the course? So the course is three months. But what's really exciting for me is who their partners are. So you inspire, of course, has listed some very high-profile partners because, like for example, there's Muhammad Yunus, who is the man essentially that revolutionized microfinance, and they also yeah. work with Sam Source, Leila's Jana, to and to create the curriculum mm-hmm. and ensure you know that it's always up to date, along with them and other partners as well. So right. essentially, it's like a full thing. The goal here is, though, he told me it's not just to simply teach these guys, you know, computer skills, like you know, just how to use a computer and or how to just code stuff and build stuff with blockchain. Yeah. He, Dr. Karen, very clearly told me that they are here to find the next Elon Musk or Bill Gates from not just the north of Sri Lanka but also the south. So. Right now, the academy they have in Jaffna is just the start, so mm-hmm. they're hoping to expand it all across Sri Lanka, and it's very interesting. Right. Like, you, this is of course started off by a person who became a refugee, and now of course after building a successful career, he wants to give something back. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. We've been seeing seeing quite a few individuals like that, but I mean, you don't you don't really think that okay, I'm gonna start an initiative in Jaffna. And I'm gonna teach kids blockchain. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's not something. Yeah, I mean, very few people do it. I mean, this is like something interesting. It's out of Colombo. Yeah. But Karen, of course, had a good theory about this. Like, his argument was that it's easy to give money. I mean, that's what that's always been happening to these communities. We just give them money, yes, but that only true. takes them so far. So he was like, we need to move towards from a monetary remittance system, which is you know. Keep giving, keep giving, donating. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's remittances is uh, how much of the money comes into Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, it's time we change that to more of a knowledge remittance. When, right. Because let's face it, there's a Sri Lanka. We know it has a huge brain drain. People. Yes. Yeah. Like smart minds have been leaving the island, but there are of course certain people that do want to give back. So it's like tap yeah. into them, get their knowledge, give it to these communities, lift them up. And also ensure that you know Sri Lanka as a whole develops. Yeah, I mean, so, I think that's a brilliant mindset to have. Exactly, and this is a great start, of course, to to achieve that. Yeah. Wow. Well, also, anyways, now that's I think two of the biggest stories we had locally that we found this week. Internationally, did you see about what Google is up to? Oh yeah, it was some uh, 3D historical project, right? Yes. So that's their open, the open heritage project, which is, the goal of that is to essentially create 3D models of historical sites and preserve okay. them for future generations. Right. So how do they go about doing that exactly? So there's a bunch of techniques, like you know, they use lasers and all sorts of tech advanced stuff. So basic idea is you know go there, create 3D models, mm-hmm. and then you know ensure that it's stored like. They'll actually have an app later on, so there's an iOS and Android app coming where you can actually, you know, 
we take 3D tours of these sites. In addition, right. these 3D tours will also be available on Google's Daydream platform. So oh, you can right. explore them in VR as well. Oh, okay, so what are the countries they've been working on? A bunch of countries I found. So it's like they've focused a bit more on Thailand, of course, is from Thailand, Myanmar, those areas. But right. also a bunch of other countries around South America, I believe, as well. Oh, right, okay. You think they'll come to Sri Lanka? Well, Sri Lanka, of course, I'm not sure yet. I hope they do, but we already do have projects like that here. Oh, yeah, here. yes. That reminds me. Yes, we do. We do, we do actually. Yeah. We have the RCS2 guys. Oh, yes. Doing pretty yeah. much yes. RCS2. the same thing, but it's the same idea. Yeah, RCS2. This is a partnership actually with the University of Morator. Yes, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you, you remember, yeah? I mean, they take drones and use that with LiDAR technology to create. 3D models of the historical sites we have in Sri Lanka. Yes, yes, yes. But interestingly, I think the most important place where these kind of efforts are needed right now is in conflict zones. And okay. one of those areas actually is in Syria. So okay, how does how does that help Syria actually? Yeah, so right now I think everybody knows that there's been a growing civil war raging yeah, in Syria yeah. for years now. Yeah. And this is a country that actually has a lot of historical sites there. There's a lot of history there. But right now with the conflict, a lot of these historical sites are getting destroyed slowly. Oh, so right. actually there is an initiative called that's are going out there to restore and try to take digital records of these historical sites. Right. So it's called the Syrian Heritage Project. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, this is actually pretty interesting. I'm hoping, you know, Google also teams up with these guys too. Because that's a kind of, Because in these conflict zones, these, a lot of this history is just disappearing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so initiatives like this can actually help with the whole thing, right? Yeah, like they say, those who fail to learn from history are going to repeat it. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, okay, so um, talking about Google, they've actually released a new app recently called Grasshopper. Okay, um, so is it related to the grasshoppers we have over here? No, no, I, 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 don't, I don't think it has anything to do with this. Okay. As far as we know. As far as we know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so this, is, so this is actually what they're trying to do is they're basically trying to, uh, they, they want to teach uh, coding to, you know, people aren't familiar with coding at all okay so what they're trying to do is they're trying to teach javascript through grasshopper so i say grasshopper i have to go to the app okay not to it <laughs> so yeah. establish that like yes. we've established that <laughs> so yeah, anyway so what they're trying to do with the app is so they've actually sort of gamified the whole process so okay. they're trying to make it so they've kept so I, I actually tried the app myself so they've tried to keep keep the app as simple as possible so probably even a even a five-year-old can actually learn to code. It's very simple, and they guide you through the basics to you know some of the I would say not the expert stuff. You know intermediate skills like you know how the basic loops work. You know all right. So all the basics functions of work. basics of programming essentially. Yes. Yes. All right. Although it's pretty basic right now, Google did mention that they are planning to add more content on onto the app. Okay. But. They were pretty clear that they're not planning to divulge away from uh, JavaScript. Okay. So they'll be trying to keep to JavaScript throughout. Okay. Uh, that 
I don't know, it might change in the future, but... Yeah, I mean, it has to change in the future. I mean, JavaScript itself is a language that already has a huge problem, which is the crazy number of frameworks. I mean, <laughs> you have a framework called Batman.js. Batman.js, but that's in game. Mm. Like, there's so many... I mean, that's... it's. I. My opinion is that it's good that, you know, they're sticking to the basics. Yeah, because it's exactly any program language. It's like, you know, you can master it if you do know the basics. Yeah, most of them, it's, they work relatively with the same concepts, you know, for loops, variables, etc. Yeah, it's just the implementation slightly changes. So if, if there's any, so if there's anyone out there listening who's not familiar with programming and that sort of thing, and you want to get into or you know someone who want to get into programming, I do recommend checking this app out, Grasshopper. You can find it on the Android App Store. Uh, Is it also on iOS? I don't know. <laughs> I actually didn't check that out. Uh, I'm not sure. They might have it. Probably, no? Probably. Oh yes, yes. We talked about this last last week. Uh, we mentioned right, we actually mentioned this last week. Uh, it's the geek out of this happening uh, this weekend. That is tomorrow. For those who are listening, that and that's also that's 21st. happening. And that's also happening alongside the InterSport Inter University Esports Chat. Yes, 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 yes. So that's been happening every year. So uh, yeah, geek out of the will be happening alongside the the interunion gaming competition as well so this is happening on the 21st and the 22nd uh, of, of april of april oh yeah that's the month yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah speaking of events the there's another event a big event coming up in just a few weeks and that is google io extended oh, yeah so like last year this year both dialog and mobitel will be doing their own google io extended events uh, yes, that's two events in two locations. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Google, uh, Google um, Dialog will actually be hosting the event at uh, SLECC. And uh, Mobitel will be having theirs at Stein Studios, yeah? Yes, so looks looks pretty exciting. So, well, uh, I mean, if anything, if we go by last year, of course, we can see pretty exciting stuff this year as well. Yeah, so things look promising. We'll wait and see. So they still didn't announce too many things with regards to the event itself. Just that, you know, they've been doing registrations and a lot of... Yeah, but I'm guessing that information will come out soon. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, before we wrap up, any guesses for what Android P will be? My bet is Peppermint. My bet is Popsicle. No, I'm telling you it's Peppermint. Okay, okay. So my bet is Popsicle. Lahiru's bet is Peppermint. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. So, with that being said, signing off. I'm Lahiru. And I'm Mazen. Cheers. Until next time.